Burbank for the touchdown. Burbank, the rookie from Boomer. He grew up in Garfield, New Jersey, 10 minutes from Giant Stadium. You're talking about a kid who is just all heart. Welcome to the Underdog Jets podcast with Wayne Corbett and Robbie Sabo. And welcome back to the Underdog Jets podcast with Wayne Corbett and Robbie Sabo and Tuesday night, it's got, I think it's better that we hopped on Tuesday night this week, Wayne, instead of Monday night. You know, let another 24 hours go. It's misery town right now in Jets lands, and yes, it may be that bad. You know, I, I have some optimistic views later on, uh, but um, incredibly, this is where they were last year, one and two after three games. You know, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I am glad we waited. I'm glad we didn't do it the night. Of the game, right? <laughs> you need that uh, digested a little, uh, and, and hear what everybody said uh, yesterday. And the questions we had, uh, some might be answered today. Obviously, we'll get into whether we like it or not. But we just saw that. Uh, I guess they're signing uh, Trevor Simeon, so they finally got another quarterback in the room. But what was your reaction immediately after the game? I usually don't get down after watching. The Jets play, and when I say down, I mean really down, like really depressed, like, man, I can't do this. I usually don't get that way to such a degree where I used to when I was younger and growing up, but this one got to me because it was a depressing game in which I don't mind going down in defeat. I don't mind watching a, a, a football game as long as the teams are putting it all out on the field. And I'm not saying the Jets didn't from a player perspective. They did. What I get, what gets me depressed is, is, is a game plan that shows me that they're frightened in, in right. some regards. And you can't play it that close to the, to the chest in 2023 NFL. You can't do that. You got to listen. If you have faith in Zach Wilson, you have to put a game plan in place where you're going to live and die by his arm. I'm not saying he's going to pull it off, but if you have that faith, you have to live and die by him. And I think, you know, he threw the, I think his final line on first down was eight for 14. Like his final line on first down was not bad. The problem was the game plan is so tight and so congested and, and so features the defense that the problems go beyond Wilson right now. Yeah. Um, lots to get into, but yeah. Uh, you know, I was at the game. I sat in the stands in the rain. Uh, mm-hmm. Like you got there with the fans sometimes. And just listening to everything. It's kind of funny because, uh, you know, hearing the fans, but a lot of them, a lot of them are, are right by what they said. But yeah, he, he didn't look good. Uh, he had multiple chances to win the game. Uh, you know, at this point, you know, this offense is catered to Aaron Rodgers. This is system that Aaron Rodgers put in. Aaron Rodgers was pretty much coaching himself. Uh, at this point, it does not fit Zach Wilson. Can it? Uh, it's not going to happen overnight. So I don't know what the expiration date on that excuse is. But um, being at the game, being in the stands, I see what's going on with the defense. You can't tell at home as much. Uh, but there's guys open. 
And the line did give him some time on certain plays. Some he didn't. But uh, he's missing guys. Uh, you know, I think he's so afraid to make a mistake. And it's like he's he's playing that way in the first half, third court. And then when they need him to make those plays, he's already gun shy. Uh, and that's the right. issue. Right. And and why did that one drive work in the fourth quarter? People are, are saying no, the Pats. No yeah. They, yeah. they went no huddle. People are saying the Pats laid back. I wouldn't exactly say they laid back. You know, he hit Lazard in a cover two hole near the sideline. A hell of a throw. It was no huddle. He didn't have to think. They took shots further than 10 and 15 yards. The main thing was Belichick stopped blitzing down the A and B gap. I mean, if you notice that old game, what did Belichick do? He just sent pressure down the middle of the interior every play. Not every play, but too much because he wanted Dak Wilson to see that line right in front of his face. And coverage-wise, they just trailed and played to the inside. And even though Belichick knows Wilson can make those throws, he's too gun-shy to try. And that that was the problem. Yeah, just looking. I'm looking at it. And just take a chance. Take a chance to make a play. Um, count on your receivers, if it's not catchable, uh, to knock it down. Uh, on some of these third and longs, throw it deep. They intercept it. It's just as good as a punt. Um, but the problem you I saw, have is, yeah. You saw the, Mac Jones. How many ma- uh, deep shots did Mac Jones take early? A lot. Yeah, and we'll, at the end of the game, we got a chance to go down and uh, tie or win. Uh, Scott, how many times over the years have we, on defense, had a lead and got called for a third and fourth down and got called for pass interference? They get a first down and we lose. It's that situation. We could do that. Maybe you get a pass interference. Even a bad throw might be better than a two-yard, you know, pass on fourth and ten to lose the game. I mean, anything but what what he did, uh, you know, might have aided in a win. Yeah, here it is, that play that we speak of where he dumped it down to Conklin. Fourth and ten. So if you're if you're the Jets offense, the first thing to guard against is the interior pressure. So what they do is they leap the back end. He's playing a wing right here. The late release with the tight end, Conklin, he comes out. I'm cool with that. That's fine with me. One-on-one, one-on-one, one-on-one. You got Garrett Wilson. It eventually, well, let's play it through. It eventually turns into a two-deep man, okay? And I'm okay with this. But if you're Zach Wilson, you got to, if you're looking to the left the entire time, you move these two high safeties, you got this corner or outbreaker all day. And you, you can make that throw in his sleep. You got a two-way go. On that uh, safety back there, picked the one. And the guy, the far side covered two, he's so far away from, yeah, I mean, listen, out of that look, someone's going to be open. Yes. And uh, he should just anticipate pre-snap which side or which guy that should be. And um, that's part of the problem. He's just not reading fast enough. He's not He's not doing much right. I mean, I know no. he didn't you know, turn over the ball, but that's not going to – Get it done. At at this point, I'm telling him. At this point, I'm telling him, listen, kid, just make more. We're we're gonna run a regular NFL offense. Just make more plays than you do mistakes, because you're gonna yield more results from him rather than don't turn the ball over. I I firmly believe that. And okay, he's looking left to Garrett Wilson to start. Fine, fine, fine. But at this point, when you plant five step, you have to release it and give him a chance. Yeah, you you have to release it and give him a chance, dude. Mac Jones is. Average at best, how many times did those receivers get to the first down marker, even third and 15, third or whatever it was? He threw it right on the, the marker, yard pass. They kept, you know, we couldn't get off the field on uh, 
on third. I want to get into one of the comments right away. Uh, Lionheart yeah, wrote, we are back in 2020-1996 level bad. Listen, I was on the 96 team. Nowhere near that. I promise you. That team was bad. We had no part of our game, offense, defense, coaching, special teams, anything was will ever be as bad as that. This is not that bad. We're going to win some games. I know yeah. we're upset right now. You know, things things have to change. Uh, someone you know funny. Yeah, you guys had some players. You guys yeah. had some players. Did, did, I guess the system and the operations weren't there. I mean, Hugh Douglas, right? Hugh Douglas was on the team. He was uh, rookie, Lewis, yeah. you. There was some players yeah. there, but yeah, just no cohesive. Yeah, nothing like yeah. that. So what? What about the? Yeah, this is my thing. You know, people said something, and I'm the I'm a big homer. I'm always optimistic. I'm not as much a realist, but 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 now, uh, you know, I made comments that you know I'm, you know, I'm just sick of like. You know, it, it, we should just move on. Um, just excuses and stuff like that um, that are made. And um, listen, I like Coach Salah. I like um, Joe Douglas. I love the Johnsons. You know, they gave an open checkbook. Go get who you want. You know, we got Aaron Rodgers. We went after this guy, that guy. You know, the draft didn't work out. We didn't get a lineman. We Offensive lineman, even if we had any, any quarterback in the league, unless we address the line, we're not going to win a championship. Think where that where that my problem when I said uh with the quarterback, my biggest issue is that we had no plan C. If Zach gets hurt, which could happen with that line, like did Aaron, you got Boyle, then Randall Cobb. My problem with with everything when I talked on Monday was just bring someone else in the building, one or two guys, uh they're bringing in Simeon. Um, who's not terrible, but at least there's someone in there that's another option or or ready. In case something happens to Zach, yeah, which is fair. It's completely fair. Yeah, it's completely issue, fair. You know. Yeah, that was my issue. Um, people said, you know, oh, I've never heard you like bad mouth, uh, you know, anybody. I said, no, nah, it's just if that's the decision they make, they yeah. know more than me. I'm not in the meeting rooms. I'm not on the practice field. If they say he's improving, that's them. You know what I mean? You know, and I can't say anything about that. My biggest problem was like, what are you doing? Like, can we address the O-line? I don't know. I mean, who's available? I mean, do you trade for someone this year and give up a lot of draft capital without Aaron there? Or do you wait in the offseason? Yeah, so no. that's kind of like, you know. There's not much you could do. I, I no. will. Uh, I've been more optimistic on the O-line than most. And usually um, the other way, because I want to build from the inside out always. But with Mackay going to left tackle, I, they, they definitely messed up on some early communication. But I thought they were okay uh, in this game for the most part. The problem with running the ball is, you know, when you're facing stacked boxes and Belichick comes out with a game plan that doesn't respect anything over 10 yards, you can't do anything. Like, that's the biggest problem. Yeah, I mean, Zach's sticking it in here. And in this middle linebacker is not even reacting. They I mean, look at this. This is a first. This is the first play on the touchdown drive. Okay, so they go play action. You might as well not even have gone play action. Look at this linebacker. Yeah, already bailing. Everybody's bailing. Yeah, oh, already bailing. Four man rush. Everyone's deep. Everyone's lagged. This first down call was a serious exchange time uh, for yards play by Belichick. Definitely. Yeah. Zach does a good job. He he checks it down. He knows he's going to get crushed. Solid job. Picks up eight yards. Yeah, um, decisive. 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 Exactly. There was no like, 
like, you know, just hit. It's just, you gotta, you gotta go and look at a, go. a positive play, you know, instincts. Yeah. And then, uh, what's the next play here? It's going to be second and two. Actually don't even remember what this play was. Let's watch it together. Run. They pick up the first down. Yeah. See, they ran the ball on this drive to complement what they did through the air. A couple of receiver screens, um, that cover two hole shot by Wilson to Lazard. So they went no huddle, but why? I mean, how in the world do you only go no huddle on one series, basically in the entire game? Listen, if people don't know, that keeps um, substitutions at a minimum for the defense. They can't make adjustments on what we're doing in that drive. Uh, you have to go with something like that. I remember we did that um, even in our good years when we played a great Baltimore team. You know, we wanted to keep Saragusa and Sam Adams on the, you know what I mean, to get him tired out. We wanted to keep, you know, this. I know that you, that you can substitute more, but like it does. It doesn't always work the same way for each game, and they made an adjustment too late. And, um, you know, it's tough because the defense uh, kept them in there. I know they gave us a lot of rushing yards and stuff, but mm-hmm. you know, they didn't give up a lot of points. Um, no. And it's, it's a shame because they needed that one based on who they have coming up, uh, you know, starting with, with KC on Sunday. Yeah, and, I mean, look at this play. First and 10 – Belichick's no longer in the exchange time for yards mindset. He just did it on first down because look at this play. Interior pressure, five-man rush pretty much, a six-guy lingering, and it's a great call. Bubble screen goes for another seven or eight or six yards. So this is all no huddle too. And, folks, when I get on Sala, Hackett, the Jets, I'm not making excuses for Zach Wilson. He was awful. You can't have that. Um, fragile mindset and and last in this league. Um, but, you know, as a coach, coaching high school, that's just where I go. That's my mindset, trying to do something for the kid. Yeah. I want to answer some questions. Um, everybody's heard the Bash Act, Bash Coaches, Bash this, Bash everything. And there, some of that, it's a lot of it's warranted, but some of these comments uh, are good. Um, uh, yeah, you know, it says uh, Kingston, you know, right away, he doesn't check it down at all. Then he does it on fourth and long. Mm-hmm. Uh, and someone asked me, why would he even throw it? Oh, no, why is even someone, even somebody running a two yard route on fourth and 10? I said, that's part of the scheme. People yeah, you, that's up. a good idea because it's yeah. a late release. If they're blitzing, Conklin's not even going to go up for a route. He's going to stay in the block. Uh, I said, you know, how long can basically Salad or Tyler Wagon, Joe Campanelli, uh, Tie their wagon to a player that isn't performing. Yeah, they're um, you know, they're planting their flag with Zach. Um, part of me is like, listen, other teams, you know, I said the Trey Lance situation. Uh, you know, you know, they, they had somebody come on that was better, you know, and they made they, you know, they got rid of them, and it was you know, it was a mistake, it was a bad pick. But I don't know. I don't. They say he's improving, Zach, and they say he's much better, but. That doesn't make it sound great to say someone's improving. I mean, when I was in school, you know, and we had back to school night and they told my parents, you know, wins, he's improving. That doesn't mean I'm smart. That just means I'm not as dumb as I was last year. And he's not, he's not a terrible quarterback. I'm not saying that. It just, he does not fit the system. Um, But if that's who, 
they want to, you know, link themselves to, that's, that's what they want to do. But at some point, you know, they'd have to be honest if the season got away from them, but hopefully we don't get to that point. The question I need to know is how are you not taking shots over 15, 20 yards when you're facing defenses like this every play? Listen, just throw it. Like, I was even saying in the stands, people were asking me, um, what would you do here? What's going on here? And I'm like explaining stuff and like, wow, I just never would look at it that way. And I said, I don't care if it's a bad throw. It respects you know, the D. The the numbers, respect like, it. Just keep it in bounds. Like keep it in bounds. Even a underthrown by accident is almost like a back shoulder catch. Yeah. An underthrow, the defense, the defense defender is looking at you. He's got his back to the ball. You got to make an adjustment. They're going to run right through you. It's pass interference. There's, there's, you could all, you could draw pass interferences, but just give them a shot to make these plays, and um, it's just not happening. It's frustrating. And I got to know, like back to my question: Is it Wilson not pulling the trigger? Is it? Yeah, sure. Is it game management to death in his ear? No, I don't think that. I don't think, you know, and, and I brought something something up. Uh, you know, me and Elsie do do our show, and, and it's good. But we, we bring things up like you look at the end and, like, what's it doing to the locker room? And you see Garrett, um, you know, arguing and pointing and stuff. And Michael Carter. I don't know what Michael Carter was in and not Brees Hall in this last Last drive. So yeah, this yeah. is the thing. Whenever I've looked at things, and even when I played my quarterbacks, you know, we used to get those like black and white printouts of the defense, you know, pre and post snap. Uh, I never see Zach looking at any pictures. I never see Zach talking to the receivers and uh doing this and that, and making adjustments. That stuff's important. You're like, you know, you're seeing what's going on like real time. Maybe something they didn't do in the first three games. They broke out just for you. You got to look at that stuff, man. I don't, I don't think he's, I don't think he's doing that. You know, I'm trying to be mm-hmm. nice about it, but this is factual. I don't see him doing that on the sideline. Yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. Um, uh, I'm not seeing that either, and it's troublesome. And the only thing, the only reason that go, creeps into my head that can the defensive minded coach be too uh, harping the don't turn the ball over, just manage the game, our defense will win it. Could he be harping that too much because we heard it in in public through the media when he had all those picks and Salah said, so that's why I always ask that question. But regardless of the answer, it's still on Zach Wilson. Yeah, listen. I'm thinking back. We, I think I said this. I don't know if I said this. What? Um, who's the quarterback for? for I don't know, Donald, whoever it was. It's like the days where you manage the game, game manager. You got uh, you know, uh, Brad Johnson, Trent Dilfer. Mm-hmm. You know, just with those great defenses, you can't really win with that. Anyway, you still got to score some points. Yeah. But, uh, the com- I like the comments like DFF one, two, three, four. Only Aaron can unify the locker room. Aaron getting back into the fold, getting on the hen- the headphones with Zach, getting on the sideline with him, get him in the meetings, adjustments at halftime and Aaron being back in there. Everybody loved Aaron can have them rally around Zach. It's yes. getting split the locker room already after three games that's not good. Everybody could see that. 
And when they don't have confidence in him, he's not going to have confidence in him. And that's gonna, that's going to make things worse. And at three games in, you cannot like punt the season because uh, you don't make any moves, you know? Mm-hmm. Look at this play. This is the cover two hole shot to Lazard. Looks like man pre-snap. You could probably tell it's zone based on this defender right here. Uh, but could still be two man under based on the way the Pats disguise. Three man rush. Only a three man rush. Jeez. Uh, so you got, it, he recognizes it's not man. It's cover two. And then he, he fits it right into the zone. I mean, that's a, that's a big boy throw right there. Yeah, right over, right over the guy trailing, because he threw it on time. Yes, he threw it he on threw time. It too late. That's knocked down or picked by either one of them. Um, and let's see where his eyes start, because this is the critical thing. If his eyes start there, he can make these throws. If his first, what he's thinking pre-snap, his option, pre-snap, those are the throws he makes, yeah. usually. I mean, we don't know what he's thinking. Does he peak left enough? I mean, not really. Center, 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 center to the right. Maybe he's thinking Lazard the whole time, but I mean, he does a decent job with his eyes Dude, and keeps the safety keeps the safety away. For a split second. Yeah. That's that's all you gotta do. Here's another comment. Um uh Kingston about we're talking about, you know, checking it down. And he said that's the one time we don't care if he turns it over, he gotta reach the six. Yeah. Right. At that point, you have that down at that point in the game, you have to force it no matter what. N- nothing else, no good. Force it. Take yeah. a shot. They pick it. Doesn't matter. You throw like, it up to Garrett Wilson. Your eyes started there. Yeah. Throw it up to him. I don't care if the coverage is right. Throw it up to him. You can go. I'm going to read some more comments. Um, okay. Defense. What did you think about uh, our defense in the game? I mean, Michael Carter's great. Yeah, I love Michael Carter as the slot corner. Got away with a pass interference on that one uh, corner route from the slot, but they challenged him a lot going deep, and, and the pass did the right thing by by challenging him deep. But um, good D. They just had that miscommunication breakdown on the touchdown. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't see the, the replay. Uh, they saw something in the week or two leading up that they knew – they were setting that play up from the first quarter. So um, I think that was just good scouting um, at that point. Yeah, I got um, and, and it's a comment here, and people say this all the time. Uh, Anthony, I'll even give him credit for it. Anthony Siswanga, uh, why we've we been bad for so long, uh, what's plagued the franchise for so long. Zach is not the answer or the long-term solution. You know, the long-term solution is for Woody Johnson to sell. I'm not sure why people say this. The Johnson family, I'm biased, care more about this team than any owner in the league. They love this team. They live for this team. They're doing whatever they can to bring in the right people by by giving the people in charge, the scouts, the management, the GM, to, to bring in the pieces they need. They're doing their part. They're not Jerry Jones. They're not in personnel. They're not in scouting. You know, they're going by what these people say and putting the right people in place. But they've done that. So for them to sell, that that's that's stupid. I don't want to hear that anymore. It's not that's not on them. They're not picking the players. They're not, you know, he's not in there saying, hey, I want to draft this guy, that guy. You know, he 
giving trust and I'm hoping they 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 get it. They deserve it. They've hung in there with this team through some bad years. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't want to hear that. What I usually ask in response to that is, what would the new owner do differently? Good like, question. That's a good question. What do, what do you think they do? Do they want like do they want a, a Jerry Jones or a Daniel Snyder or I don't I don't understand what they think would be any different. If it's baseball, it's an easy answer. You can spend more. Yeah, Cohen comes into the Mets, right? Right. This is a million. Yeah, three hundred fifty million dollar uh, payroll. Where are they right now? Yeah, that's a that's a whole different topic. I mean, higher salaries don't mean better product, but this is football. There's a salary cap, yeah. and every team has that salary cap. And actually, the Jets have a detriment because of the taxes. Some states yeah. have detriment there, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, it's it's been an age old thing where people or fans are flying banners and fans got on me once for writing an article back on my old site, ESNY after they flew a banner about firing someone. My question was, okay, what does this solve? Like, right. so I don't know. I, I don't know. It's a good question. Well, here we go. DF one, two, three. I still hope to beat Kansas city. Am I nuts? Listen, no, look at, look at, uh, Arizona. Look at the Cardinals versus Dallas. We thought Dallas, you know, world beaters. Anybody could be anybody. It's a home game. Uh, and the fans will be there. And I know they'll be rooting. Um, yeah. And they hung in there as best they could in the rain. Uh, you know, it's tough because every time we didn't, you know, do anything, it was boo, you know, it was all booze, which most people think are directed towards Zach, but it's not. You know, sometimes it's just a play wasn't made, a ball was dropped, whatever it was, but they still come out. I, I love them for it. They still come out. I see them tailgating. I see them doing the Jets chant. Uh, they just need to get out front, man. If they can get out front and get the crowd into it, New York has the best fans, and that's an, that's another reason. Um, they deserve a winner. I've been a Jet fan 45 years since I was five years old. I could throw a football, um, and some have been longer. So, uh I don't know what's going to happen this year, but uh, I'm just hoping that things change enough to be alive in November and December playing for a playoff spot. It's, um, ah, shoot, my mind just went blank, but we got a question here. Why is the play calling? Oh, I was going to say, it might be even better for Wilson that they're playing the Chiefs, that the Chiefs will put up points. Yeah. Because the game flow will be different. And, they'll have to score points and they'll have, it, it sounds nuts, but that yeah. might even be a better thing where the, where it's freer and looser and points are being put up on the board. Um, so stay tuned. I mean, that could be a lone bright spot, uh, but David Lee, why is the play calling so predictable when everyone knows we're going to run on first and second, it's not working. Why doesn't Hackett change it up? I mean, listen, uh, I got hammered when I, when I, made the proclamation, you know, Michael Floor was scapegoated. And, you know, it's not like I'm in love with the floor. He was okay. He didn't didn't do a great job. But, it, you know, he has a boss. The OCs have a boss. This system was catered to Aaron Rodgers. You're not seeing much motion. You're not seeing much jet motion. This offense, Zach Wilson's playing, in, is completely different from LaFleur's. Uh, so Salah did admit either today or yesterday that they're working on trying to cater it more to Zach Wilson because it was tailored for Aaron Rodgers. 
But I agree. I think the approach can be different for this kid. And I'm not saying it'll work, but I think it can be different to try to get him going. Listen, go look at game film of the, the, the good teams and the good offenses. And when I played, there's no like stack confusing. There's no like trips. There's no bunches, you know, on the line where you could crack down. You could run. There's so many options when you can put people put them in a bind where they can inside outside top bottom like it's it messes them up a little bit mm-hmm. this is like i said this is too predictable um usually you run the ball first down to get in manageable second and third downs you know second and six second and four which is what new england is doing we're sitting there with a loss so we're second and 11 and then what do we do then we're third and 11. i mean it's just the third down um conversion is that because of play calling is that predictable in first and second and got news for you kansas city knows it and the team after that and the team after that so they have to they have to self-scout this week watch all their games and see what maybe the other decorders and, and just switch it up yeah and spagnolo you know the the chiefs dc loves to blitz loves to bring the pressure um so it's the same thing with Belichick, but Spagnuolo will bring it from everywhere, not just the interior. Um, so, you know, we'll see. Hopefully Wilson's looking at that film. Yeah, listen, like I said, I don't know, you know what he does. I know there's comments saying that maybe he doesn't do enough. Um, you know, looking at himself, looking at himself, I would think as a, a player, uh, as a leader, or, you know, a, a, as what it is, because – if, like I said, if he doesn't have confidence in the fourth quarter when he goes in there, um, that they're gonna win it, mm-hmm. um, and he gets in the huddle and calls a play, we can see that. Like Vinny, Chad, you know, these guys got in there, it, it was, you know, we're in there, whatever. They're like, shut up, yep. listen, or like get in there, we're like, we, we got this, blah blah blah, and like, man, they're like. It fires you up. I don't. I don't see any of that. Like, you know, any any, any of that fire. Take uh, control, right? Yeah, take like, control. Be like, hey, like, follow me to the promised land. Not like, hey, guys, help me out, guys. You got no. I'm gonna do this. Yeah, I'm doing it. That's it. If it doesn't happen, fine. You tried your best. There's no uh, there's no fire, man. It just. I mean, and, and everybody goes about it differently. I wasn't a rah rah guy, but yeah. You know, but remember Pittsburgh the, early in the season last year, they were down 10 points uh, midway through the fourth quarter. Wilson lead. They start going a little no huddle, a little hurry up. And then Wilson leads them on two excellent drives to win the game. Right. I just it's it is baffling. It really is baffling from a lot of regards. And maybe last year, the fracture of the team, Mike White, Zach Wilson, maybe it was too much to overcome for the kid. Yeah. I just don't – I don't think he's that guy. Uh, you know, I make comments, and it's like, you know, on a 20-minute podcast, in one sentence, they print that much that says – Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's how, how, how it goes. But I don't, I don't think he's that guy. You know, look, at you, <laughs> this, this doesn't all matter, and then you're part of this. It's, if you're looking at all the media, so-called experts – you know, you know what you're talking about. Uh, you got former quarterbacks, former players, former coaches, former GMs, current this, current that, um, all 
99% with the same feeling on Zach Wilson. Can we all be wrong? I hope I hope we are, but can we all be wrong about what we see uh, by him on and off the field or in his you know preparation and his body language and the passes and decisions and progression? Can we all be wrong on that? It, just the simple fact that it's a question. I'm not saying you know. I mean, I, I mean saying, yeah. I mean, the answer is obviously, of course, yes. But it's very rare that that would be the case. Yeah. Just the simple fact that his mind he he has allowed his mind to become such a mess and, and to play with such fear that in itself is alarming and, and that in itself is a death nail in terms of trying to project the kid out. Yeah, listen, I've played sports my whole life. I've played on all different levels, different coaches, different fourteen different quarterbacks. I can see it. Everybody can see it. You know, the, the fans could see it. You can see it. My wife can see it. Uh, you know, people who never watch the game could see it. People who, you know, it's just everybody can see it. Um, can you can you become a, a leader overnight if you weren't like a vocal guy before? To a point, you can't fake it. You can't fake it because it's apparent. You got to find your way of, you know, motivating it. It doesn't have to be rah-rah. It could be something. Certain something moments, stupid. something yeah. stupid to relate uh, to your guys, and um, Garrett and Michael Carter and those guys getting fired up. I want to see him get fired up back at them, not fight, but just like you know what I mean, just motivate each other. That's fine if you argue a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But uh, like feed off that that you know that that aggravation, you know that frustration. That's that's what makes good teams. When, when you have that relationship where you're not afraid to say to someone, hey, you, you know, you, you know, it's um, listen, watch, watch this thing. Geno Smith, I saw a, a video. He goes up to his receiver. He says, listen, all that just happened, forget it. That's on me. I'll do better. Let's go out there. We got a whole second half. That's on me. That's what you need. And yeah. Geno Smith, it didn't work out for him here. It worked out. But that leadership makes people want to play hard for him. Geno Smith, the man who uh, who you called on draft night. Yeah, he got he got booed <laughs> and cheered. That was, yeah. most, that was probably the only time in my life anything I've ever did, I kind of got booed about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm thankful that I'd never really been booed. Um, but yeah, that was I was like, wow. I was like, that's that's pretty ag- aggressive and negative. Uh for, you know what uh, happened? Yeah. It, it was like, um, I think he was at the draft, right? What was the story? And he was upset he didn't get drafted in the first round, so he left or something. He left early, and then he decided to come back yeah. for day two. So I think that's why the angst was there for fans. Yeah. Hey, listen, I'm happy for him. I'm glad he got to Pete Carroll. I'm glad he got there because Pete Carroll's a hell of a coach, and uh, he's done a good job working. Yeah. So I don't know. I think we've answered it all. Um, um, one last thing. Yeah. <laughs> How do you put up seventy points in, in, in a game like Miami did, and then be an underdog the next week? No, they're an underdog I, this week. I still haven't watched the game, and you know, I pat myself on the back because I picked up Tua in my fantasy league. Somebody inexplicably cut him after week one, and. 
I hopped all over it. So I picked him up. Um, but that's the salt in the Jets wound, Jets fan wound, the Mike White to Robbie Anderson touchdown at the end of the game. Right. So you know, they I think they had seven rushing touchdowns. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that kid A chain. Yeah, that's uh that'd be like, you know, someone I'm trying to think of a, a comparison. I don't want to say Hostra, but like, you know, just a tough matchup, you know what I mean? So uh I don't know. It, it happens. Um it was nice to see uh Sean Payton getting hammered at the the podium mm-hmm. before he got annoyed and you want to hear, you know, you talk bad about our team, it, it comes back at you like that. You know, you gotta sit there and take shit. You gave it out, you know, karma's a bitch. Uh and I hope we can do the same thing to them when we play them. Yeah, in two weeks, right? I think after the Chiefs game, if I'm not correct, if I'm not, it's coming so up. We'll see. We're our 36 minutes in. We yeah. talk about we talk about three things. I <laughs> know uh, it's just and it. What I said at the top still holds true. They're in the same position they were in last last year after three games, one and two, yeah. which is the most insane thing to think about. And 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 what's crazy is you know we be we be one of the favorites. For the AOC, um, we lost a team that we haven't beaten 15 times, uh, which is, which happens when it's a Belichick team. But if we can just kind of try to split these next games with, you know, KC and the Eagles and Chargers, and we get we get to the second half. You're talking Texans and, you know, Falcons and just not a great, you know, uh, not a tough lineup. So we just got to see what happens in these next couple of weeks. And, um, you know, we'll talk more on Monday. Yeah, they lost, they lost to Cincy in week three last year, went to one and two. Beat, I forget what the, the game was after that, but they beat the likes of Buffalo, Miami, Green Bay on the road, Denver on the road. So we'll see. Um, go to Jets X Factor, use discount code 80, uh, sign up. Rate and review us. That helps us a lot. Uh, helps us yeah. out a lot. Rate and review on iTunes, Apple, and um, share this video wherever you can. Whether it's YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, um, we are here for you, Jets fans. We're here for you. We're here for you, and uh, we take it seriously. And um, Wayne, close us off as we head into KC. And yes, folks, anything can happen. Remember that. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, subscribe, and, and like you said, the reviews are important. So you could tell Robbie he's he's full of crap, and you can say how like brilliant I've been tonight with my takes. No, hey, I'm anything. gonna I'm gonna snag. Are you gonna sit next to Taylor Swift? This <laughs> no. negative or positive? Well, we like to hear it, so we know what you want to hear, and we let you know we answered a bunch of questions, which I hope you uh, you guys liked. But uh, you know, until next week, thanks for uh, joining us. Check you guys out later. Thank you.